Hey guys, how you doing? This is JP Saricolia coming to you once again with another episode of H of Heroes, my podcast. Welcome. Today is Friday, so uh, it's a good time just to kind of relax a bit, get ready for the weekend, and really enjoy. So we're going to take it a bit lightly today. We're going to talk about certain things, not necessarily uh, what we've been doing uh, throughout the week. If you start, you know, you follow my podcast, uh, the last two episodes I talk about collectibles. Uh, we talk about SciShow in a specific and the, the pretty much the drama that is happening at SciShow, but also about collectibles in general and about, you know, losing pretty much sight of things and, you know, pretty much taking breaks from the hobby. And uh, we talked about that in the previous uh, two uh, episodes. Uh, uh, and if you follow my YouTube channel, you see that I have in a lot of uh, reaction videos for a lot of uh, trailers, you know, games, uh, for a lot of things. So, so it's been crazy. It's been wild. It's been fun. Uh, really love, uh, you know, uh, the, the, the E3 season because there's always a lot of game reveals and a lot of great games for the rest of the year, uh, for next year. So definitely it's fun. You know, as a gamer, I love it. As a geek, I love it. And, um, you know, I couldn't complain about that. But today I want to talk about something that is also part of entertainment and us as geeks, as comic book readers, the people that love the movies, that love these franchises. It's important, you know, for us to, to know. And we constantly follow. Uh, and as you know, one of the biggest names in the world, in the geek world, is always going to be DC. DC is the big name. You know, it's a big name. As, as, as big as Marvel, uh, it's pretty much the, the company that are constantly competing with each other. There's, you, you can be a Marvel fan or you can be a DC fan. There's always this battle. Or you can be a, a both. You know, I'm, I'm a fan of both. You know, I grew up with both. I grew up loving, um, you know, Marvel, uh, you know, comic book stories and also love growing, uh, loving uh, DC comic book stories. You know, my two favorite characters uh, for Marvel has always been Spider-Man. That was my favorite uh, for DC was always uh you know batman those are my favorite characters i always loved them because they were totally opposite in in many ways but they were um you know they were pretty much um relatable and i definitely uh marvel and dc they always have so many different characters that you can love and you can relate Uh, and definitely it's always good to talk about those things but uh particularly i want to talk about of course dc as a company as in general company and uh, as you know, we have the new Batman was Robert Pattinson, uh, and also we have um, the the cancellation of the you know Swamp Thing. It all happened this week, or we've been you know there's been a lot of talks about this week. So I want to just kind of discuss that because uh, you know in reality, as a person that loves DC, as a person that follows DC, uh, there I can say one thing: there are a lot of things that DC gets right, but there are a lot of things that DC gets wrong. And I want to talk about those things in particular and, and to really try to find out or at least define the reasons why DC chooses the path that it chooses and how sometimes he feels, fails miserably as a company, uh, and particularly when you compare it to Marvel. And, you know, some people might say, well, you're a Marvel fanboy. You love Marvel, this and that. But if you know me well, you know that I, I, I love both. But I have to recognize the strengths and the weaknesses of both. Marvel has the strengths and weaknesses as a company, as, you know, producing movies and films and, you know, producing stuff for TV and streaming services. Uh, and the same happens with DC. You know, they have strengths and they have weaknesses. But in recent years, it's, it, you know, Marvel has taken the upper hand, of course, guided by Disney. Uh, and they have made strides because they have done their homework while DC is just kind of experimenting. You know, DC has always been known as an experimental company. DC experiments with everything, you know, and sometimes experimenting is good. It really shapes certain things and gives us some great stories. 
Uh, but sometimes the experimenting also can, you know, pretty much, you know, hurt the company. And sometimes it's, it doesn't get the result that they are looking for. And also the result that, the, in this case, the audience would like to see. And definitely it hurts the, I would say, the company, uh, you know, at least the the perception of the the, the, the public towards the company. Uh, and we're going to talk first, uh, about, we're going to kind of, you know, pretty much systematically, we're going to talk about some subjects here. We're going to start first with the new Batman, of course, of the new casting of uh, of the Batman, and we have this new, uh, you know, this guy, the Robert Pattinson, which I can tell you one thing: I do not know much about him. I know he was on the Twilight movies, and uh, but I'm, I never watched the Twilight movies. I didn't care about him, and until this day, I, I don't know what the pretty much the deal is with the Twilight movies. Uh, I know there was a big fan base, particularly a lot of the teenagers. You know, it, it, to me, it came across as angsty and you know, kind of like dark in some ways. You know, like you know, teenage drama. Uh, I popper in some in sort of ways and um and really don't care it's not my cup of tea so i didn't care much about it i know people that do you know my sister-in-law loves the twilight um franchise she's a big fan she watches the movies i think my brother does that too you know i don't care i don't care what he does you know i don't care what people do is their time is their choices i don't care you know i don't care for even for harry potter i haven't really watched any harry potter movies i I don't care you know it's not something that really entices me and you say well if you are a self-proclaimed geek then you should watch those things i don't think so there's a lot of things out there for everyone and uh, there are things that i enjoy and i didn't grow up with them you know i grew up with others in in a different generation i like certain things and uh but you know i'm not crazy about it now there's been a lot of talks in regards to him being the part of course he was chosen for the part there was some casting there was other people on the other names also but in the end uh matt reeves which who is a great director he picked them over nicholas hold and some other uh you know actors that are great actors or great caliber young actors um you know at the end of the day you have to see this you know any movie has to represent the vision of the director. And when a director has a vision, uh, if that director is given the opportunity to really uh, present that vision, you know, that's when you can get to see good movies. Now, of course, it can go the other way because, you know, you know what happened, of course, with Snyder and, uh, you know, the previous films. You know, that was his vision. And there was a lot of battles in regards to the vision. A lot of people loved the vision. Some people hated the vision. But at the same time, I can say that Snyder has a particular vision that only suits certain uh, people. In this case, uh, certain, uh, not a certain group within this whole audience. And definitely that's something that uh, can be divisive. And ultimately, that's what caused the problems and the, you know, the disruption and what happened to the Snyderverse. Uh, the difference with Marvel and, you know, follow, you know, in this case, under um, Disney, they know that their job is to please not only a particular niche, a particular group, but it's to please the whole group of, you know, people that watch the films. So they're more generic in that sense. Some people might say that the, the script, the narrative suffers from it, but ultimately Marvel has been able, the writers have been able to, to work the, you know, to work the scripts in a way that everyone feels, um, you know, compelled to watch the movies and also engage with them. Of course, some people People are going to hate him. Some people are going to like him. It's just a matter of personal opinion. But when you look at the numbers, at percent percentages, you know, percentages don't lie. And, uh, you know, the vast majority of the people, you know, likes the movies because of that, you know, and a smaller number don't. And, you know, and it happens with that. Now, the difference when DC is that a lot of people love the movies. Well, you know, some people are a big number because talking about talking about millions of viewers, millions of fans, but a big chunk of that number and sometimes it's a bigger chunk of people 
are divided, divided about it. They don't like the films. So, you know, I can tell you one thing. I don't have a problem, and I want to be honest with you. I understand what DC is trying to do. They're trying to fix a lot of the things that went wrong with the Snyderverse, and, uh, which is good. You know, fixing things is important. You know, working things out is important. Um, you know, I, I'm not saying that Robert is a, a bad actor. I don't know him, so I cannot judge. He's young. My impression has been, you know, with a Twilight thing, I haven't watched anything after that or before that. So, really, my understanding is very minimal, minimal uh, in, you know, when it comes about him. But uh, as a person that have followed movies and have, you know, been a moviegoer like many of you for many years, I have seen time and time again uh, the casting of people that definitely um um you know i didn't see it coming that i didn't see the potential i didn't see i was against it at first but then they turn around and they change my mind you know they change my mind because they really embrace the character you know you, when you talk about like chris evans as captain america you know my impression of chris evans was always that he was the party type of guy you know he was uh, you know you know this case that uh, you know pretty much on the fantastic four uh you know you know, it, that was my impression. He was never really a serious type of uh, actor, in my opinion. But he completely changed my mind with the first Captain America. He completely turned everything around. He really showcased his ability as an actor. And uh, he has done it over the years. And he is, you know, uh, he is, but, you know, he is the Captain America for a lot of people. He is Steve Rogers. And we love him. Of course, uh, the same happened with Hugh Jackman. You know, when I, the first uh, X-Men movie, I didn't know Hugh Jackman at all. The first X-Men movie i was okay it's all right but then of course over time over every single movie that you know that you know he grew on me he he became the wolverine um uh, because um you know he he has that even though he doesn't look like the wolverine in the comics he definitely has you know earned that you know his character his attitude you know re-embraces the character to the point that now even the comic books kind of follow uh you know pretty much his image you know and you know you see that in the comics which is interesting is you know and some people might hate, you know, and that's true, you know, something like that. It's hard when sometimes the movies kind of uh, shape the way comics are. Uh, it's something that we don't want. We want the comics to shape the movies, not vice versa, but it happens. Uh, but definitely Hugh Jackman became that. He became the Wolverine. The same I can tell you about Ryan Reynolds. When Ryan Reynolds became the, the you know, in this case, Deadpool, I was, you know, I, you know, some people were basing it on when he's, you know, pretty much in the Wolverine Origins movie, uh, but I didn't see it. I felt like, nah, you know, I was against a part of me. I felt like, you know, I don't think he is the right person. You know, he brings the type of comedy that he's known for. I don't know if that this type of, you know, it's more the slapstick type of Deadpool, the most recent Deadpool, not the Deadpool that I kind of enjoy from, I would say, uh, the 90s. Uh, but um, definitely, he really proved me wrong. He has done it. He has become Deadpool because you know, sometimes you have to give actors the chance for them to develop their skill. You know, they, they this is their profession. This is what they do for a living and really to showcase their abilities. And sometimes they need that. And if Matt Reeves believes that he is the, the person that um, can do that, you know, so, you know, I'm not against what the director is saying. I feel that there is something here that, you know, you know, it's going in the right direction. Now we're going into uh, talking now about the streaming service. As you know, there is a lot of talks in regards to the cancellation of Swamp Thing. I even have, what was that, last week? Uh, had a, a video reaction of the trailer. You know, it, the, the, the show just started. You know, they only had a one season. We go into the second season uh, and it's already canceled. And, you know, and there's been a lot of talks and, you know, a lot of 
people are really disappointed with the whole thing, which, you know, it's, you know, I understand, you know, you, how can you not be disappointed with what's happening? But of course, you know, Swamp Thing has been going through a lot of, you know, challenges from the beginning. As you know, Warner Bros. was purchased by AT&T, you know, the, the, the purchase of also the Warner Media, all of that. Of course, um, AT&T is trying to redefine, is trying to, to really find the ways and study everything, you know, what their services are. And there's been a lot of talks and, you know, I'm going to have some links for you um, on the description uh, below. But it's a lot of talks in regards to, you know, what they are. They're studying the market and trying to see if they really have an edge, with, particularly with DC Universe uh, going forward. And I, ha I have mentioned this before when I talk about uh, when the purchase of Hulu, you know, the Hulu, Hulu the, the, you know, Disney taking over Hulu. And, of course, uh, I titled that on that podcast, and I'll have the link for you, uh, The Power in Your Hands. Uh, when it talks about that, the, in reality, what what's happening at, uh, you know, at, pretty much at Disney is um, in, in this case with Hulu and Disney plus is really shaping the industry uh, in a way that um, the industry is paying attention. The, the competitors are paying attention. You know, Disney is setting the standard really high. First of all, with great pricing and also with uh, giving you through their service a, a vast array of content for everyone. And I feel with DC Universe, the problem with the DC Universe is that the content is goes again, like I said before, with the, you know, the, this, this, in this case, it's not reverse. It goes to a specific niche. It's only directed towards a specific, uh, you know, I would say people, you know, uh, part of the audience. So, um, and the, definitely when you look at DC Universe, the pricing, first of all, is too high for what you get. And I have mentioned this before. You don't get enough content to really say this is worth the price. You know, you right now, the only specific shows they had, of course, or well, they have, of course, uh, Titans. They have, of course, Doom Patrol. And now they have the Swamp Thing. A lot of people are liking Swamp Thing for the first episode, which, you know, I understand. Nothing wrong with that. Definitely it's good uh, that, you know, that people love it and that people like it. Um, but not necessarily I would say that it's, um, um, in my opinion, um, you know, the only thing that can keep people uh, engaged for a longer period of time. They need more than that, more than the, just the animated series, more than trying to entice the fan base, uh, the DC fans. Because the truth of the matter is, if you are a DC fan, then you have all the movies and all the animated films, at least in your collection. And I do almost all of them. I do have all the DC movies, even the ones I don't like, and I have a lot all the DC animated films. I have it on digital, you know, uh, you know, format, but also have it on on you know, disc. So you know, I'm a big, I'm a fan. So I purchased those. So it, you know, if you want to sell something to me, it has to be more than just that. It has to be more content. You know, more than that. And uh, like I mentioned in that podcast, uh, you know, before, I think what really um, DC needs, or Warner Brothers needs, is to engage into one service, kind of like Disney Plus. You could call it, you know, I don't know, Warner Brothers Plus, a plus or whatever, or minus. I don't care. But a service. That that encompasses everything that has to do with Warner Brothers. If you get a lot of the Looney Tunes stuff, if you get a lot of the, you know, the, the Warner Brothers movies, which are, you know, there's so many movies out there. You get all these franchises they own into their movies, you into their service. Uh, you're going to get more people. 
You know, you're gonna you get more flies with honey. You get more bees with honey. That's actually the, the quote. Um, you get more people. You entice people to come to you. You reduce the price. You know, you take the high cost. You know, you reduce it. You know, you may take a loss, but you have to consider in the long run what you're gonna get. Like Netflix has done. They started very low with the price, but over time they have increased the price for people that are coming. You know, and they have grown that. It doesn't mean that Netflix is perfect. They're also dealing with some issues, financial issues too. Uh, and this happened with the, you know what this is doing disney is backing up that they take in a loss at first but they are growing that they're growing the expectation they're producing the content and you know and that's what needed now when you're looking at all the stuff that is happening you know you know the the swamp thing was already set for failure from the get-go yeah it is a lot of people love the for the the, the pilot episode the first episode um, but when you really look at the overall thing when you really look at you know what was happening in and you know the in this backstage you know what's happening probably Prior to the show, they were having some issues. Um, uh, a lot of insiders are saying that actually the show was not in good standing. A lot of you know Warner Brothers was not looking at the show. First of all, first of all, because the darker tone of it, they want you know Warner Brothers wants to entice more people. You know, not only a particular group, uh, but also uh, more people. You know, families and all that kind of stuff. So they want more shows. That you know, I'm not saying the swap thing is a bad idea. I think it's a great idea. It's a great concept. But I feel that you know when you're going from dark to dark to dark because it seems that every show has been a bit on the dark side, you know, then you are failing to really see the need to create content that is open for everyone. You know, in my opinion, this is the way you handle something. You create a show that people, you know, you kind of go hand in hand. You create shows for this, shows for that, for everyone. And then, of course, you can start introducing darker characters like Swamp Thing, um, you know, uh, for a niche group. But you're already, you know, setting the base. Like, for example, what happened with Marvel? They start with the big characters in their movies. You know, you know, you start with the big characters and uh, you build towards that. Now, we're going back to the movie thing. The problem is that, you know, of course, a lot of people will complain for so many years saying, well, the problem with uh, DC is that they constantly... They only use Batman, they only use Superman, they only use Wonder Woman. What about the other characters? So now DC tried to, you know, to go and build towards those characters, but they have done it in the wrong way. Now, coming to the point of this podcast, you know, after because you, you see those two subjects and you think they're different, they're on different venues, but they are part of the same universe. They're part of the same um, you know, product that is, you know, delivered by the same company. Um, the problem with DC, and I think the biggest problem with DC is the lack of consistency. Uh, with Swamp Thing, not only uh, we know that they were canceled because of the subject or because of, you know, because of the, the darker of tone, because Warner Brothers weren't looking so kindly to it. Uh, but most importantly, some recent news, and I have the links for you, I mentioned that there were some problems with the budget. You know, there was a tax breaks and things like that that were pursuing. Uh, even the writer of the, the uh, in this case of Swan Thing, had went to Twitter, and I have the links for you, where he was mentioning that they had some, they were supposed to do some tax write-ups, some 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 help from the government. In this case, North Carolina, where the show was filmed, but they fail or they didn't meet that, so that really increased their budget. It went over. They only have, I think, a budget of. Um, I think 40 million and actually it's going to cost them double that 80 million dollars to produce the show. So it was not doable for them. So they decided to stop it. They decided not to continue on. So the only 
first they, they did the 13 episodes they reduced it to 10 and of course now they're just going to cancel it. So after this season that is over you know they're not going to do anything else uh so you know there's some back and forth that we're saying it's because of the you know north carolina you know kind of messes up you know with their tax system the, the legislation they passed some things with their tax cuts and they didn't do enough uh they were receiving some grant they were expecting a bigger grant and they didn't get the grant they needed uh, and of course the state the the chamber of commerce uh, came back from north carolina and said that actually they were already given the information prior to starting the show. They knew how much the grants they could get and how much the tax will be, the tax breaks. So ultimately, it's not their fault that, you know, Disney, oh no, not Disney, I'm sorry, Warner Brothers, uh, uh, in this case, uh, DC was not prepared to meet the, pretty much the budget um, needs. And uh, ultimately, that was their choice. And uh, to me, when I'm going through all this back and forth, I realized that um, I get to the realization is this, you know, because some people are signing with DC, say, well, you know, North Carolina messed it up, you know, and some people saying, you know, they should have done that. They should have given them a break. Now, this is the thing, you know, you have to consider this, you know, I'm a person that knows numbers. I've been to all this, you know, I know taxes and all that kind of stuff. Um, taxes are always said, you know, you know, when you get into a business and we're going to do this, we're going to do, go into the business part. When you go into a business, when you open a business uh, and when you go into something, when you purchase something, when you decide to, uh, to do it, uh, you have to understand that there are costs in involved into the production of that and taxes is a big part of it paying taxes uh if you get some you know tax you know breaks is good but if you don't you have to work with what you have you have to be prepared for the budget now the problem here is that they don't have enough budget and they are deciding not to continue on because they just don't want to do it first of all and second of all because they were unprepared or because they didn't want to be prepared. And then they, this goes, you know, to the higher ups. You know, the people that are producing, the, in this case, the production team, uh, the actors, they want to get the job done. Now, the, the higher ups, the people that are on top, they simply don't have the money or they don't want to give the money for that. What really showcases that there is a big problem at the core of this with Warner Brothers and how much they are investing into the shows and how much are they willing to invest. And maybe they just want, and it really showcases something else that are, on that darker side that Warner Brothers it's not that they don't have the money it's not that AT&T doesn't have the money the problem here is that they just don't want to invest the money it really showcases that they're not have they don't have enough faith on the DC universe as a whole you know to really get the job done and they're not preparing and they're not working with it they just want probably let it they're going to let it die and they're going to reshape the name they're going to change to something else a totally different um you know streaming service you know like i mentioned before uh and it's going to be more encompassing toward all their products which i like the idea i like something more encompassing than the dc universe however it really get, leaves a really bad taste in customers mouth the people that already you know working with dc because it seems that dc well in this case warner brothers in this case at&t are not willing to compromise are not willing to put money into this to make it work and this is the difference between dc and, uh, you know, and Marvel, the difference between Warner Brothers and Disney. The difference is that Disney is willing to put the money and put the effort and take the sacrifice and take the loss at first in order to achieve what they want. They have done that through their movies throughout the years. They invested on them. You know, it was the, the first Iron Man was a great movie, but it was a wild guess. The following movie, Iron Man 2, was definitely a direction on that. They were taking that first step in that direction. And, um, 
it, it wasn't unknown territory, but they took it and they built the entire universe based on that. Snyderverse tried to do it the easy route, trying to make everything so fast, and they failed miserably because they didn't understand that it's more about you have to invest time, you have to invest money, and you have to put all your chips on the table. You have to put everything in it in order to make it work, and they did it, and they didn't, and they failed miserably. And now, of course, they're trying to fix it. They're trying to bring actors. They're trying to bring this. They're trying to change that. But the thing is, is are they going to be consistent? Because past history or most recent history has showcased that Warner Bros. doesn't have what it takes. At least doesn't have the energy or the desire that once something starts failing, they just simply, you know, they just drop it. They just don't see it. They don't see how they can fix it. And this is a problem that they have always have. And this is a problem that is already showcasing on DC Universe. There are good shows there. I'm not saying that they're bad shows. But, you know, they need more than those good shows. They need more content. So don't just kill DC Universe just like that. You know, maybe maybe make it an expansion of something else you, you, you're creating creating you know stick with it you know the same way disney has stuck with their hulu they can kill hulu because to be honest with you in this and this household and i just in my example we barely watch hulu you know we watch netflix we watch everything else except hulu but i'm still paying for it because now i'm on the hopes too that you know disney is going to uh, revamp hulu in a much better way and i feel that you know Warner Brothers can do the same with DC. They need to give more content. They need to rebrand the whole thing, but not just to kill the shows, or at least are keeping some of the customers inside. And definitely they're struggling with bringing customers because they don't have enough content. So there's a lot of things here that really showcases the problem with DC, the problem with Warner Brothers. Um, I want the best for the service. I really care a lot about those services. I wouldn't say that I'm a big fan of Swamp Thing and this and that. I'm not. But, um, you know, it's an interesting thing that was given to an audience. It's a different thing. I don't think that that was probably what they needed to do right away. I think that they should have done other things. There's other characters. Maybe they, they, they should have done, um, you know, I don't know. There's so many different characters at DC. Uh, and something is one of them. But not necessarily at the top of the list for a lot of people. So I feel that they, they kind of fail in one way to really generate the you know i would say the expectation yeah fans were happy uh but you know there's more than just those fans you need to create new fans you need to entice the people the average viewer the average person the casual fan to really jump into your product because they know that there's something coming the real value this happens with disney what happened with disney plus people are going there because you know it's attracting the marvel fans it's attracting the the disney you know princess movies fans it's attracting the animated the pixar fans it's attracting the the you know the all the franchises, the Star Wars fans, it's attracting so many different people into one single place because it becomes the hub for everything they have. I'm happy, I'm excited to, to know that there's going to be a new Batman, and I'm glad it's going to be 2021. But, you know, I give him a chance. You know, I think the kid deserves a chance. You know, he, he can prove uh, prove that he can do it. Other people have done it, you know. Chris, uh, you know, Christian Bale did it, uh, and everyone else had done it. Even, even uh, you know, Batfleck wasn't that bad. Not necessarily the Batman that I care much about, but definitely he did a good job. So, but you know, to be honest, the, the sad part is that he wasn't given more than just what he was given in order to really, I would then fleshed out the character even more, uh, which is sad. And if uh, Warner Brothers and uh, DC continue doing the same thing time and time again, they're never going to, uh, you know, 
to rise above Marvel, rise above Disney, because, you know, they're not willing to put the work. They're not willing to put the money down. They're not willing to, to you know, to wait and be patient with it. But that's just my opinion. I would like to hear yours. So once again, thanks for listening. Uh, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Uh, hit the notification button if you're watching on YouTube. Uh, please also consider supporting me financially. Your financial support helps my podcast and my YouTube channel. You can do that through Patreon on a monthly basis, or you can do that through GoFundMe, all the links are down below and also um continue supporting me on the social media just follow me on my facebook page or go to my instagram on my twitter share my twitter uh post you know i do it daily uh it really you know everything you do really supports this channel and my podcast so have a great weekend my friends god bless and i'll talk to you again bye-bye